This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are continuing our parenting series covering type nine and what to keep in mind when it comes to parenting as your type. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. So my rose and thorn are together today. I am still getting adjusted to the new anxiety medicine and honestly, I'm just not sure if it's gonna work out because I'm feeling very seasick as even as I'm typing this, but the rose is that today I waited to take it until after I had coffee with my husband, which means for the first time all week, I was able to feel fully present with him at our morning coffee date, and it was lovely. My bud is this afternoon. I have nothing planned to do except for sit in my patio chair, do a paint by number while listening to an audiobook, and I am thrilled. So if you're new to this series, a quick refresher. So for each type, we'll do a brief overview of the Enneagram type, strengths in parenting, areas to watch out for, and tips for an easier time. I am referencing the book Know Your Parenting Personality by Janet Levine for this series. However, a significant amount of ideas and thoughts are just from me and my experience of talking with people of different Enneagram types or people who have been parented by those types. However, her book does go much more in depth on parenting as your Enneagram type from her perspective, so I'll make sure to link it below for you to check out. So today we are discussing Enneagram type nine. As a reminder, Enneagram nines are the peacemakers of the Enneagram. They're motivated by maintaining their peace of mind and they fear loss of connection. The message they've received is that it is better if you are invisible. I'm going to share strengths and things to look out for. And it's important to remember that these are really often the same skills. So the ability to maintain peace is also at other times the fear of conflict and that can be a strength or sometimes it can be a weakness depending on when it's used how it's used or who it's being used with so it's really more about bringing awareness to your natural giftings and when they're being used in the wrong time in the wrong place so our type 9 strengths as parents are they tend to be accepting and non-judgmental They're great at unconditional love. They're good listeners. They tend to be fair and open to new perspectives. They can sit with and help you access your feelings. They tend to keep the peace. They're supportive, can be predictable, and that feels safe. Things to look out for is being non-confrontational. You can be a little bit stubborn. We struggle with procrastination and prioritization. You might be asleep to who you truly are. 
They can be passive, may, may struggle to make decisions, and may prefer the familiar. So how do we work with this information to do less harm to ourselves and our littles? First, let's talk about prioritization. Learning to prioritize is going to be a game changer for most nines. The example given in the book is to not leave your children at the bus stop because your wife asked you to wash the windows, and I think it's a good one. One of those tasks is time sensitive and the other is not. Now at the same time, social nines may struggle with prioritizing people at work over home because they fear loss of connection with their social network, so they may have to work on making time to be home and prioritize family. So each day I encourage you to write down the top three to six tasks you have on your plate and consider them in terms of urgency and need and decide which ones need to take priority. There's a really good practice called the Eisenhower Matrix that I find so helpful in determining what is the highest priority in a given moment. It's easy to find via Google, so you can just kind of go check out the template and even fill it out every day if you need to. Second, get to know yourself. Y'all, this is gonna be a tough moment for you here, so brace yourself. A lot of times our nines believe that they are being good friends, parents, or lovers by listening and engaging without asking to be heard by those around you. Like, you're giving so much of your attention that you must be the best at this. Here is where the tough truth comes in. That is only appreciated in fullness by the people who are never going to listen to you even when you do speak up. So most people want to hear from you for multiple reasons. First, it's honestly exhausting to carry an entire conversation with personal antidotes. I've been out with nine acquaintances and felt completely drained afterward because I had to carry the entire interaction, feeling like talking to them, like I was just kind of talking to a brick wall. Now, not every nine, of course, is like this, but pay attention to it. You don't want your kids to feel like they could talk to a lamp and have the same experience. Second, Real relationships go both ways. Your children need to hear your thoughts and feelings and how you view the world in order to feel close to you. Bonding and closeness is built on a foundation of mutual sharing, not just you listening. And in order to show up fully, you need to get comfortable with who you are, what you want, and how you feel outside of your relationships. You gotta get out of your house and do things alone to get a sense of what you are like when no one is around. Do it without anything in your headphones or without a phone at all so that you can have new thoughts, ideas, and feelings that you want to discuss with someone to bring to a conversation with the people that you care about. Number three, practice saying no. As we established in the first episode of the series, there is something called permissive parenting, where children are not given proper boundaries and expectations, and this can lead to addiction or seeking approval outside of the household. So make sure to speak up when something isn't okay or set clear expectations and boundaries from the beginning or as quickly as you realize that they're necessary. Your kids are looking for information on how to operate in the world and some sense that there is a solid place to land. Expectations are part of that process, a really big part of that process. Number four, be willing to engage in conflict with your children and on their behalf. This is a serious one, y'all. One of the major complaints I hear from children who've been parented by a nine is that they had one parent who was abusive or authoritarian and the nine parent did nothing to stop it. 
So make sure that you build up your strength as a parent and be willing to step in and engage on behalf of your children. Don't keep partners in their life who will harm them. Tell your partners when they could have handled a situation with more love and care. Engage with the school when your child is being treated unfairly. Don't make them handle these situations on their own. And now at the same time, be willing to engage in conflict with your child. Talk through things with them that are hard to discuss and be willing to sit with them being hurt by you. It will be imperfect and that's okay because at least you were there fully for them. Again, this is how you are going to avoid leaning into permissive parenting and work toward the authoritative parenting, which is our goal. Number five, wake up. There's a story in the book, Know Your Parenting Style, of a type 9 who was so angry at their spouse that they started throwing things at their class trophy case. They turned around to their family being there and they were clapping for her. And her daughter said, you should do that more often and then we'll know there's something alive in there. Do not wait until you are raging in order for your family to see that you are a full, living, breathing person with desires, passions, and needs. Let them see that you are not only a whole person, but you are a whole person who is wholly present with them in that moment and engaged to the point of enthusiastic interest. Number six, our final one, find your balance. There are two ways in which I see type nines go to extremes. First, they either don't speak or they go on long monologues. Now the trouble with this is that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You tell yourself that people don't want to hear from you so you don't interject or share without being asked. But then when you finally share, you go on and on to the point that people lose interest or interrupt you or zone out. This reinforces the idea that you aren't interesting or that they don't care and so you stop speaking up. And it goes on and on like this, but the cure is simply speaking up more often for shorter periods of time, trusting that you can be part of a natural flow of conversation just like everyone else. Now, the second way nines struggle with extremes is in their anger. They either hide their anger and push it down or they explode when they've pushed it down too many times. Allowing yourself to hold your ground and have a strong opinions or say no or engage in moderate conflict will prevent the need to demand that your anger be heard in a way that actually makes it harder for you to get your point across. Okay, friends, I know this was a tough love episode, but I hope that it challenges you to be more fully alive, more fully yourself, because we want to get to know you. And we have three more episodes in the parenting series, so stay tuned for those. And as always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.